The last thing we're discussing was a Braita that talked about the Pasuk Vechiper Ba'ado Ba'ad Beto. And the Chapara that's talking about in that Pasuk was talking about the, the Vidui. It wasn't talking about the throwing of the blood, it was talking about the Vidui. And they learned it out of Exra Shava from the Sa'ir that goes up to Azazel, that over there it said, it's talking about vidui, and we're not going to compare it to the sa'ir that has the blood thrown inside because the the cow, when it says the word vechaper, it wasn't shachted yet. It only said veshachat et parahatat ashelo only after the word vechaper ba'adobad beto. And on that subject, we are starting Lamed Zayin Amud Aleph straight from the beginning. Uminayin ana. How do we know that when you say uh, vidu, you have to say the word ana, ne'emar kan kapara, ve'ne'emar lehalan, bechorev, by Moshe, by the Chet Aigel, it says also kapara. You have a gizra shava, over here, vechiper, and over there, achapera, ba'ad hatatchem. Alehalan, the same way by Moshe, was ana, he said ana hata ama ze hata gedola, afkan, also over here, ana. Uminayin shebashem, how do you know you have to say Hashem's name? Neemar kan kapara, v'neemara ba'igla arufa kapara. Over here it says the word kapara by Yom Kippur, and ba'igla arufa, it also says the word kapara, it says kapel amichai Yisrael asher padita Hashem. Now, ma'alehalan bashem, the same over there, you had Hashem's name at the end, afkan bashem. So same thing by, by Yom Kippur is Hashem's name. Amar abaya bishlama chorev ma'igla arufa loyev. I understand why. Moshe didn't learn from Agla Arufa to use Hashem's name because Maidahavave, because chronological order doesn't make sense. Het Agal happened first, and then they only got the mitzvah of Agla Arufa way later. Why don't we learn the word Ana by Agla Arufa from what from the vidu that they did by uh, by Het Agal? If you have, if you say that by Agla Arufa you also have to say word Ana Vatnan. We learned that Kohanim omrim kapela amechai Israel. Ve'ilu be'ana lo ka'amar. The Kohanim say kapela for your army Israel. However, they don't say ana, meaning they don't say it at all. The Gemara ends off. Kashiat's a good question. We don't understand why be'agla arufa we don't say the word ana. Now, during the vidui, we learned that when he says ki bayom azay kapela alchem letaher etchem alchem lefnei Hashem etitar when he says the word Hashem. Everyone over in the Azara at the time would say Baruch Shem Kibbutz Machtol Amaed Tanya. Rabbi Omer Kishem Hashem Ekravu Godel Elohenu Amar Lehem Moshe Yisrael B'Sha'ash Ani Mazkir Shemos Shalakosh Baruch Hu Moshe told Yisrael when I mention Hashem's name Atem Havu Godel you have to answer and that is Baruch Shem Kibbutz Machtol Amaed and same idea Hanya Ben Achir Rabbi Yosua Omer when it says Zecher Tzadik LeBracha what does that mean? Amalim Navid Israel, the Navi told Bene Israel, Beshaashani Mazkir Tzadik Olami. When I say Zecher Tzadik, when I mention the Tzadik of the world, which is Hashem, Atem Tenu Beracha, that's the Libracha. Okay, the next Mishnah, again, we're continuing with the service of Yom Kippur. After he did the Vidui on the cow, Balo Le Mizraha Azara, he goes back to the east of the Azara, meaning close to Sha'anikanor, towards the entrance of the Azara. And again, it's to the north side of the Mizbeach. That's where the goats were. Now, Hasgan Mimino Virosh Betav Mismolo. The Sgan is the backup Kohen that they uh, set up instead of him at the beginning of the week. He's on the right, Virosh Betav. And the head of the family that was serving that week 
He's on the left. They're giving him kavod. Visham shenet sarim. And there's two goats. Vekalpi haytasham. And there was a box. Uba shenet goalot. And there's two tickets for a lottery. Shel eshkeroa hayu. They were made of wood. Vasaan ben Gamla and Yoshua ben Gamla, when he was Kohen Gadol, he made them shel zahav of gold. And people would talk his praise when remembering his donation. Ben Katin, who was also a Kohen Gadol, Asa Shenem, Asa Dad Lakior, he made 12 faucets to the Kior, the saying, because originally he only had two faucets. He also made a wheel to be able to sink the water underground and be able to cover it. This way it will never be pasul belina. If even regular water today, if it's uncovered, if it's revealed overnight, then it becomes asur. So he didn't want that kior would ever be asur. So they made it some sort of machine that made it go underground and get covered. Munbaz, the king, made all the handles of all the tools that they were going to use, all the utensils they're going to use in Yom Kippur, made it gold. Hileni Imo, Hileni, the mother of Munbaz, the king, she made a chandelier of gold at the entrance of the Hechal. She also made a golden tablet that they wrote, the Parashav Sota, on it, so this way they could uh, copy it, this way they don't have to bring a Sefer Torah every time. Nikanor Nikanor was the person who donated the doors to the entrance of the Azara. There was a miracle that happened to his doors, and they used to talk about his praise. Now the Gemara starts with the area where the Mizbeach is. Let's phone the Mizbeach, when we originally said that the Kohen goes to the north of Mizbeach, it sounds like the Mizbeach was not in the north. So Mani, who is the Tana who holds that the Mizbeach was not in the north? The Gemara answers really Isaac ben Yaakov, the Tanya, Safona lifne Hashem, the north has to be in front of Hashem, and he understood that Sheyehet Safon Kulo Panui. Held that the entire north area of the Azara has to be empty for Hashem, meaning I don't want nothing there. So the Gemara asks, wait a second, you said in the beginning it's Rabbi Azar, Rabbi Shimon, now you tell me it's Rabbi Azar, Rabbi Yaakov, pick one. The Gemara says, no, Kula Rabbi Azar, Rabbi Yaakov, the entire thing is Rabbi Azar, Rabbi Yaakov. And change that original Mishnah to say that that cow was in the north area, but it was in the area between the Mizbeh and the opening of the Ulam, just towards the north. Meaning not directly in between, in between, but towards the right. Hasgan bimino verosbet the backup Kohen says right. The head of the family, whoever is uh, serving that week, is to his left. A person who goes to the right of his rabbi is a boor, a person with no tact, a person with no derecheret. Tanan, wait a second. The backup point is right, and the head of the family who's serving that week is on his left. And you see that the, the sagan, the backup kohen, and the rosh betav, are walking equal to the Kohen Gadol. 
we learned three people walking on the way they shouldn't go one after the other they should go together meaning they go together not one behind the other the three angels when they came to Abraham, Michael Beemza, Gabriel Bimino on the right, Urfael Bismolo on the left. So Gma explains Targuma Rav Shmuel Bar Papa Kameh de Ravada. Rav Shmuel Bar Papa explained in front of Ravada. They should walk behind him, Kedeshit Kaseborabo. They should walk behind the rabbi. This way he gets covered from the back. But wait a second. If you walk next to your rabbi side by side, you're not, you're not, if you walk behind your rabbi, that's even worse, even more disgusting. Rather, you have to explain to him that you're a little bit behind him, but more towards his right or left, but not directly behind him, not directly side by side. Now, there was a box over there with two raffle tickets. And when it says Goralot, it sounds like Shal Koldavar of anything. And the Brayta asks, Maybe pull out four lottery tickets and put two on this coat, two on that coat. There has to be two tickets over there, one for Hashem and one for Azazel. So what ends up happening that for Hashem, the Quran you do inside is only one ticket, and for the one going Azil, there's only one ticket. And still, maybe put both tickets on this one and put the, the both tickets on the other one. And then you could give anyone you want. The word Echad is extra. Hashem gets one. And the one that goes to Azil is only one. So why does it say Goralot? Like a lot of lotteries. So my explains she you shavin, meaning they should that the lottery tickets should be equal. Don't make one gold, one silver, one big, one small. They have to be even. Now Goralot shall call davare. We learned in the beginning of this Braita that really you can make this lottery out of anything. Pshita, why not? The lottery ticket's a lottery ticket. No, rather it's like the Braita. Now, I would have thought, Look, the tzitz, the headband that the Kohen Gadol wears, is also Lahashem, and it, it's made of gold. Maybe this Goral also has Hashem's name on it also. Uh, it should be in gold. Goral, Goral. Riba, it says Goral a few times to show you they could be out of anything. You can make it out of olives, you can make it out of walnuts, you can even make it out of wood. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, Ben Katin, when he was a Kohen Gadol, he made 12 faucets to the Kiyor, the big sink. So the 12 brothers, the 12 Kohanim working, uh, serving, uh, doing the Avodah of the Tamid, anyways you need 12, so they should all wash their hands together, do it all at once. In the morning when that kior was filled all the way to the top, you would wash your hands from the top faucets, Arvid uh, towards the afternoon when it's starting to go down, 
and the that entire kiyor, the entire sink is not uh, full, that pool is not full, then then you use the bottom faucets. Now, we learned the Mishnah, he also made some sort of machine, uh, this way, a wheel, this way that entire kiyor could go underground so it could be covered. My Mukhani, what's a Mukhani? Amar Abaye, Gilgalade, a wheel that was tied that would be able to make the kiyor go underground to be covered at night. Now we learned in the Mishnah Munbaz Munbaz the king made all the handles of the killing they use in Yom Kippur gold. And the Gmar asks, make the entire Kelly gold? Amar Abaye, Abaye explains. Well, the reason he only made the handles gold, bidot sakinin. Now he's talking about the handles of the knives. The knives you have, you can only make out of real metal. You you, you can't make it out of gold. That, so that's what they were talking about. Now the Gemara doesn't like that. Metiv, we have a brayta. Afu asakane kelim munbaz made the base of all the kelim that they sit on. Veogne kelim and their ears, the side where you hold on to it. Vidot kelim and their long handle. Vidot sakinim and the handle of of the knives. Shaliyom kipurim shal zav. So you see, it wasn't just the knives; it was everything. So targuma abaye bekatata denargev hatsine. You know that was talking about the handles of axes and shovels. That cannot be made of gold. Now we learned in the Mishnah Hilni Imo Asta Zahav. Hilni Munbaz's mother made a chandelier of gold by the entrance of the Bet Hamikdash. Tana Besha'asha Hamazorahat when the sun rose in the east and sent its rays into the lobby of the Bet Hamikdash, which is in the west. Little sparkles would come out and everyone would know based on the sparks that would come out of the chandelier time to read because the time to read like Vatikin is by Netzahama. Wait a second. If you read it with working in the Beit HaMikdash or with the Israelim who were standing over there, their job was to cut the wood, their job was to bring the water. The Kohanim who are working, they're reading Kriyat Shema way early because they have to start their work in the Beit HaMikdash really early. And the Israelim who were doing all the work over there, they would have it done a little bit later until after the Tamid. And you see that you wouldn't need that chandelier to tell you what time to read Kriyat Shema because it's one way or another. Either the, the, the Kohanim are doing it really, really early or the Israelim are doing it really, really late. So there's really no nafkami nab of that chandelier telling me what time it is or Netzah Hama or not. Who cares? So Amar Abayel, now we're doing it. Lishar Amad Yerushalayim. We still need it for the rest of Yerushalayim, and they were able to tell based on the sparks coming out of that chandelier that it's Netzah time. Now that big Tosafot that you see over here is Mahloket Rishonim of what time is the best time to read Keriat Shema. Um, through a lot of questions from Masechet Berachot, Perak Shlishi, and so on, the basic Shitot Arabenu Tam holds. The best time to read Kriyat Shema is after Netzah like the Brayta says over here. And according to Ri, the best time to read is before Netzah And this way you could read Kriyat Shema 
and then say the Amida exactly by Netzahama. And Halachalema said the Shulchan Aruch is posek in Simanun Het that the time Kiachema starts is when you could see a friend for a away, a friend that you a little bit know, Ragil Himoketzat, that's the language. And the best time to read it is like Vatikin, which they would read it a little bit before Netzahama, and then they would say the Amida on time right by the Netzahama. And of course, I can't get around without bringing down the Mishnah Birunra, that if a person does it in that order, right by the Netzahama time, he is Muftah Olam Abba, and he, that he won't get hurt that day. Okay, let's go back to the Gemara. She also made a tablet of gold that has uh, the parashaf sotarin, so they don't have to take out a sefer Torah each time. Shmamina, now what do you understand from here? That kotvin megillah letinok You can write a practice uh, megillah, practice tablet, or practice paper for a child to learn psukim from the Torah. And Amarish Lakish Mishum Rabbi Anai. No proof, no. Why? Because the tablet that Hilania Malka set up was written by Aleph Bet, meaning it was only Rashet Evot, acronyms based on the Aleph Bet. He was able to tell, oh, it's this word, that word, this word, that word, and they wouldn't have to read the whole parasha. But the Gemara says, wait a minute, wait a second. Metiveh, keshehu kotev, ro'evechotev, mashikatu batavla. When a Kohen would write the Parashat Sota on the parchment, on the Kelaf, there's the famous rule, you're not allowed to write anything without looking at another book, at another Mezuzah, another uh, Sefer Torah. You have to look at something. So you see, he's probably looking at the entire parasha, not the uh, Tevot. So my answer is, No, you, maybe you could just change that Braita, that he was looking at uh, the Rashet Evot tablet, not the full writing. And Tosfot says, over here, you could do such a thing, because it's a small parasha. So the Gemara says, wait a second, Metive, we have another Brayta. Keshehu kotev, ro'eve kotev, mashikatuv batavla. When he writes, he looks at what it says in the tablet, and he writes, umakatuv batavla, what does it say in the in the, in the tablet? Im shachav ishotach, ve'im lo shachav, im satit, im lo satit, here full psukim. So how can you say with Rashi Tevot? So like my answer is no. Hatam, that bright eye, you could always explain Besirugin. You'd have the beginning of the Pasuk, for example, Imlo Shachav, and then the rest of his Rashi Tevot until the end of the Pasuk. And then Ve'at Kisatit, and then the rest of his Rashi Tevot. And Yitana Hashem Otach, and the rest of Rashi Tevot, and the Kohen will be able to figure it out on his own. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.